Yo, 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 what's going on, y'all? Y'all now tuned in to Respect the Culture Podcast. I'm introducing myself. My name is Pop. I go by Will sometimes. Excuse my voice, though. I might sound a little raspy. This weather's been up and down lately. Next to me. What's good, y'all? It's Kev. You know, some people call me Veggie King. What's good? Yo. Right next to me, I got my friend, homie. I don't need that much of an introduction. I mean, you already know who it is. It's Spade. Yo. Uh, what's good, Mr. Bro? Haynes, if you nasty. <laughs> <laughs> We ain't gonna call you that, bro. Yeah, and that's nasty. That's of course, I'm the only girl <laughs> on the team, as usual. I feel bad for you. So, Damn. you already know it's Key. Yer, what's going on, Key? So, a lot of people have been wondering, guys, what and who is respect the what, what are we? Respect the culture. Okay. Let who the peop- are let, we? let the people know. I actually, yeah, so respect, respect the culture is um, basically a group, a group of four people that we, uh, we obviously are. African Americans, but we are here, as we say, for the culture. We we represent people that have outlets. Outlets for us as African Americans that puts more emphasis on things that we can do as entrepreneurs, artists, musicians, um, young leaders, business owners, um, as far as that goes. And but also at the same time, we respect other people cultures that we might not know much information about. So, um, oh, where it come from. Definitely. So at the same time, we respect in our culture, but we also at the same time respect the other people's culture. You know, culture. we just trying to respect everybody at the same time. You know, like, we, we here for the people, regardless. So that's 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 basically what respect the culture is about. We just here for the people, you feel me? Yeah, we speaking, we speaking on what we actually live. Facts. Yeah. Supporting our own. Everyday lives, you know, what, what we experience on a daily basis, what other people may experience on a daily basis, you know. We also here just to, like, I guess, educate. Educate people about what's going on in our community. As Facts. In, like, as, as Key just said early on, we're speaking about entrepreneurs. Facts. So we, we will show you a bunch of entrepreneurs later on. Um, not in this in today's show, but later on in the future, we Down will the talk road. about. Yes. We will talk about um, fashion. We will talk about music. We will talk about everything that you see within the black culture. Facts. But not also on our own culture, but other people culture. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Respect the culture. That's, that's what we about. You feel me? <laughs> that's what we about. So now that we got into the whole. Respect the culture and who we are and what we represent. Yes, yes. Moving on. This is what we're going to talk about for today's topic. I, I don't know. I'm I'm very excited to talk about this because as of lately, it's been everywhere. You know, it's been affecting a lot of people. Um, What's that? We're going to talk about gentrification today, though. Gentrification. Yeah, this 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 definitely going to be a big one. So how do how do y'all feel about gentrification? Honestly, I don't like it. I really don't like it. I'm looking at Brooklyn, and I'm like, that's not Brooklyn. We need to switch the name now. Yeah. I mean, they did. They switched it to North, North Brooklyn, Yo, South Side, so Brooklyn, right. so many East parts of Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I didn't know Brooklyn was in so I, many parts. I didn't know we had so many directions to go to. I mean, I knew. I know. East, East New York, we have Canarsie, we have Williamsburg, we have Bush, but we have... Flatbush, East Flatbush, but now they're renaming it to East, West, and 
Yo, it's it's crazy nowadays. Like, what happened to where I grew up at? Like, Word. shit is it's not the same. I remember all, when we used yo. to say, "Yo, we going to the hood or we going to the birds." That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. So what what I want to do is I want to actually read what gentrification is. You know, for anybody who may not understand or may not know what it is, according to Wikipedia. You know, to me, it's a credible source. It got me through college. I don't think we keep talking, okay, but go ahead. <laughs> it got me through college. That's it. So, gentrification is a process of renovation and revival of deteriorated urban neighborhoods by means of influx or more affluent residents. So, that is the textbook definition of gentrification. So, basically, to us, is when a whole bunch of people move in and just start changing shit. You know, I grew up in the projects, and... It is not what it used to be. Mm. I grew up in Bushwick, and it's definitely not what oh, it used to be. Bushwick is ridiculous now. Like Definitely. Bushwick is becoming the new Williamsburg, yo. I mean, yeah. Definitely. Prices, the um, environment, the stores... The people, um, certain things like they have in a whole, they have a whole bike. Um, what do you call it? Oh, the, the, the like the city bike, the city shit. bikes and oh, stuff. You serious? I never seen that in Bushwick a day in my life, and now I'm seeing it everywhere. I'm like, yo, like since that's, when? That's my new thing. When you see the bikes, it's over. Yeah, it's it used to have been a Starbucks, but now black people drink Starbucks now too. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> It's over. Once you see the bikes, it's over because we don't be riding them. Yo, to be honest, if they, I swear to God, if I see a Starbucks in Canarsie, it's a ride. I seen one in, um, what was that, over there by King's Highway? Flatbush. Yep. Yeah. And it's a drive-through. It's a drive It's a drive Yo, Flatbush. I, I was not seeing that. Fancy. I was over. I said, yo, when did we get a Starbucks in the hood? Like, <laughs> Yo, shout out to Flatbush, yo. Y'all, come, y'all moving on up. You feel me? Moving on up. Definitely. But, um, so what I want to know is, now that we know what gentrification is, and we see it on a on a daily basis. Are are you guys against gentrification? As like, I said before, yeah. I I am, yeah. I I I mean, it has pros. It's pros and cons. Like, does it? It does. I mean, it's it's like, um, the pros. Um, it's everything is like <laughs> getting better. Um, like the buildings. Um, I mm-hmm. could say we have organic things, I guess. We don't really... <laughs> I mean, before, things. we just go to the, the corner store, you know, call it a day. But <laughs> um, when it comes to environment-wise, like, I feel like a little things, like, are getting better. But also, I feel like the history is going downhill. Because it's not what it used to be when we started growing up. Yeah, that that, that is true. Um, it's It's very difficult, you know... When you start to see your culture go downhill, like growing up, we paid like what a dollar fifty, maybe two dollars for like a bacon, egg, and cheese or some shit. Now, how much you paying for a bacon? Like three. They gonna try to charge you like four or five dollars for a bacon, egg, and cheese. In fact, I noticed that when my Chinese stores was charging more for the wings. Yeah. Come on, that's wings was going up. I was like, nah. It was like two times. It's two, already two, unhealthy. Two I don't need to eat this shit. They want to charge extra for the sauce now. I'm like, yo, what? It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, you need a quarter now? Damn. Right? Like, come on. That's, that's just OD. I'm not about to sit here and charge me 50 cents for some damn barbecue sauce. Fuck for that. Real. But I mean, it's not even that. Like, the houses, the prices on houses and rent is 10 times more higher than it was about five years ago. Yeah, it's, yo. Let me and ex- renovations and everything. Listen. My mom lives in Bushwick, right? She's paying, I want to say, like, maybe 900 to 950 something like that, for a two-bedroom in Bushwick. Now, the apartment complex down the block, 
that they just renovated, yo, they went $3,000 a month for rent. And this is right down the block. Like, Bushwick is not a perfect area, but it's definitely on a come up. But come on, $3,000 for some rent? Like, who are you trying to beat over the head for that? That's even worse in my neighborhood. Um, My dad live in Bushwick on mm-hmm. um, Cornelia, Wilson area. Um, They're renovating the houses and everything. And the houses are being sold for $2.5 million. <laughs> Now, <laughs> mind 5. you, $2.5 million. Now, think about this. The house that they sold for two point five million don't have it have one driveway and no backyard. Damn. Now they try to sell my dad to sell his house for two point five million. My dad has two driveways, a backyard, big backyard at that, and a shed in the backyard. A nice shed that's like it's valuable for a home we could rent out. Oh your pops so, your pops got like money. Six right and there, they right? try and it's a three story home. Like it's three it's a three story. Mm-hmm. And they try to sell him. Tell him to sell it for two point five million. He could get ten times more than they sold that house across the street for, for even more than that. Yo, and I just feel like it's more of them trying to get us out the neighborhood mm-hmm. than rather just you know. And you know, it's it's actually funny that you say that because in um, Fort Greene, I remember growing up. I used to go. My uncle lived in Fort Greene. Used to go see him a lot and everything. So we got a friend out in Fort Greene, uh, Mikey. What up, bro? So when we used to go visit Mikey, I noticed there's a project over there that's completely gutted out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how they got rid of the people. I mean, obviously, they must have rented, uh, raised the prices. They raised, yeah, raised the prices. And they, couldn't they arrested us. Yeah, they, they did whatever they had to do, you feel me? But completely gutted out. And y'all know downtown Brooklyn now, like, coming up. Like, they're building a whole bunch of high-rises and shit over that's there. That's all you see is construction over there. Everything is brand new. Yeah, so it's like, how do you, how do you, how do you feel about them kicking us out rather you know just to make more money and just clean shit up so looking looking outside it's like oh brooklyn done came up it's the new city Mm -hmm. you know we we used to let everyone look at manhattan like we have to go there Mm -hmm. but now brooklyn is like the next place to be yeah but the problem about is looking deep behind that is okay Every day, there's a black family moving out of New York or moving out of Brooklyn because it costs too damn much. Mm. Atlanta's the new Brooklyn. That is true. Way a lot of people moving down to Atlanta. Yeah, now. because I, I call Atlanta Africa because everybody <laughs> moving out there now. It's crazy. I feel you. I, feel, I mean, the cost of living is is incredible down there. Like, you just came from you just came back from Atlanta, yeah. so you you should know. Like, what is the difference in the cost of living out there. Man, I just feel like what I'm paying for my apartment now, I could probably get two apartments out there. See, and you I probably s- even get a house out there. You're right, definitely. A one bedroom. Probably? I was actually thinking about buying a house. Out you there. probably can. That's 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 a big ass problem. But um, let me ask you a question though: Who's the cause of gentrification, or what's the cause of gentrification? <clears throat> Good question. Let me see. I- I don't know to be honest. Like, it it the thing here's the thing. It it happens. You know, our parents went through it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go through it, and our kids are gonna go through it regardless. You know, nothing is ever gonna stay the same. Yeah, nothing is ever gonna remain the same forever. But at the same time, it's like what I have a problem with. I have a problem with the the vultures. Like, don't come to Flatbush or the Bronx or Canarsie, wherever you want to come, and then complain about how things are being ran right now. You feel me? Like, there's people on Yelp complaining about cats and bodegas. <laughs> like, yo, yo that's bro, the that's, manager. That's family right that's there. That's the boss. Like, 
That's the boys at the store. Don't, don't. (laughs) Listen, if you're going to move into where we live, into our neighborhoods, you embrace that shit for what it is. Yeah, you you have to embrace the culture. You can't just come in and expect change, like, automatically. Also, that goes to, like, the Puerto Rican parade. People that um, moved over there by Flushing Avenue, Mm -hmm. um... They started complaining about the noise and the music and everything. Yo, I did hear about and that. And then the cops came to shut it down. But how can you complain about something where you're moving into an environment and expect change when you're moving into another culture? Like, we're... Here's the thing. To anyone who, to anyone who's ever, you know, moved here and com- had a complaint about the way things are ran, listen, you're not about to come here and change shit. You feel me? You're not about to affect our culture. Because that's not going to happen. Like, I remember reading this one story about this this neighborhood in Brooklyn. I forgot exactly where it is. But they always it's the store that always played music, mm-hmm. you know? So these people moved in from wherever they came from and always, always complained about the music being played. Okay. So it's like, this is history. Like, this store is known for playing music. Why are you trying to come and shut shit down? Like, for what? What is the purpose of it? You get what I mean? Definitely. Um, do, go ahead, Spade. What, what you got you, to say? Do you, who do you, but who do you blame on that? Do you blame the person that's moving in on the actual person that's, like, saying, well, right, we have to stop this? Because at the end of it, I feel like on my point, on, when it comes to gentrification, I don't, I don't blame the person itself, like, moving in. I blame, like, the own, like, it's, I feel like it's mostly a business. Okay. So okay. at the end of the day, um, if I, okay, let's say I, I live right here. Right, and Tom moves in. I make five hundred dollars a month. Tom makes a thousand dollars a month. Tom moved over, moved over to my side because he thought the rent was two fifty. So he's trying to save a few bucks. Mm-hmm. The owner of the building is like, "Oh, well, he makes a thousand. Let me let me bump it up to five. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't know that I make only all, all, all I make is five hundred dollars a month. So now that's pushing me out. It's not his fault. Tom was just trying to save a buck. Okay. So it's like, who do you actually blame on that? I mean, I still haven't really said I blame anybody personally, but I mean, yeah, I understand what you're saying completely, like coming from a business perspective, because I did go to school for business, but is it ethical? That's the question. Like, is it ethical to know that what you, that the fact that you're raising prices, like, is really affecting these people? The middle class. Yeah, like, even not, even the lower class. Like, the middle class is okay. They, they're decent. Mm-hmm. See. The thing about these store owners that they don't pay attention to is we've been supporting you the whole time. Thanks. You taking our money. All right. So he going to give you a little bit of he going to give you more money right now. But when he decides to kick your ass out, too, who going to support you? Yeah, because eventually, you know, all these mom and pop stores in Bushwick or wherever. They gone. They about to be gone. Yeah, a lot of them have closed down. Because they because they buying them out, yeah, and they making them into organic stores. Like all I seen is smoothies and uh, organic shakes and yoga um yoga and studios. Again, it's and all flour, but that ain't no culture. That really isn't. Re- there's no culture to that. It's, it's like it's slowly being erased as time goes on, mm-hmm. and I it just feels so like you know it's like. Where did I grow up at? Like, I don't remember any of this when I was growing up. Like, yes. Yeah, it's, it's, and it's not even that. Like, now, I don't even see, like, how I used to be. Like, the jo- the Johnny Pumps not even being on. And the summertime when the ice cream trucks used to come down the block. And everybody used to be outside. I barely see anybody outside no more. And the Johnny Pumps don't even come on no more. It's, it's the, like, I, the, I feel like the culture of New York is just deteriorating and it's, it's kind of sad it's it's like the christopher columbus syndrome like let's let's get into that like the christopher columbus syndrome i know y'all heard about 
the whole uh, what was it Whole Foods with oh. the with the chopped cheese oh, situation. Oh, oh right, the like, that like, video got me so mad. Like yo. Give credit when, they, when there's credit due, man. Whole Foods, say where you learned that from, and why the hell it costs so damn much? Yeah, why, why, uh, what was it, like four or something? Like, a chopped cheese is how much? Yo, a chopped cheese is like less than five dollars. Yeah, yeah, right. They overcharged the, like, they went, they overcharged it. Yeah, to eight dollars. Like, eight dollars for a chopped cheese. Who, yo, Whole Foods, fuck you. Like, Word. what are y'all doing? Like, what? So how I'm about my soda now? Right, like, like what the fuck? <laughs> right. I'm gonna get my chips. My chips, right? Like, my Arizona, you like you know. You that was like a whole meal chips. right there. That was like that was like a easy to go to meal for us. Like when we didn't have much in our pockets. So for for those who don't know, like, we're gonna explain exactly what happened. So a chopped cheese is basically it's like a what do you want to call it? It's Not like a, a hamburger. It's like a chopped up hamburger I'm sandwich. Dying. Like a, it's like a, a fake Philly cheese kind of sort of maybe not. So, you know, these shits are popular uptown. You know, the, the local bodegas and shit, you feel me, that you get from Poppy, you get from the, the Akis. So, Whole Foods got a wind of this. Mm. Somehow, you know, somebody must have wandered off into the wrong areas of, of New York and decided, oh, shit, people love this. I'm going to make my own. And instead of selling it for $4, I'm going to sell it for 8 And it's just... It's really the Christopher Columbus syndrome. Yeah, it's it's Whole Foods is not the only culprit. I'm I'm seeing commercials that's talking about hair braiding, and giving it a new name. Mm-hmm. I'm Yo, like, what the fuck? Listen, like black women been doing this all this time. That's I have awesome. to stand up for my black women. Definitely. What the fuck? Like things about to start selling designer do rags and shit. <laughs> I heard about, and I actually heard about something like that too. Yo, actually, I did. And they called it something else. Yo, and I was like, wait, what? Fab it's a do rag. Fab had a Gucci do rag. Yes, on, he yo. did. I, I seen that. Fab had a Gucci do rag on. Wow. I'm not gonna lie, to you. it was wavy. It was. It was, <laughs> it was wavy. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's it's just getting crazy. Like it is because you know it's also crazy because American Apparel. Um, they have you know the bobo you used to wear when you were younger. Yeah, the yeah, hair, yeah. the hair accessories. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. American Parable was selling them for like ten dollars. We can go to the uh, the hair store and get a whole pack of them for like a good three dollars. Mm-hmm. It's like why are you taking what we use you know when we were younger and then trying to make more money over it? I feel like it's, it's... and I feel like. Like we already had it. Like why? Why just not give us you know our credit? I I don't know. I, yo, it's it's culture vultures. You feel me? Like people people can really be some culture vultures. Like they they see something good, and they know they can make a quick buck off of it. So they go and take it. But then again, it goes back to what Space said as it being a business move, which is true. I I agree. It is it is a smart business move, but it's ethical at the same time. Like to to really make a buck off of other people's culture. What you think, Spade? I mean when it comes I feel like when it comes to business, like it's it's really nothing et- ethnical. Like you're gonna make your money how you make your money. You don't care how or who you who's it affecting at all. So I feel like for the most part, uh, when it comes to Whole Food, they don't they don't know nothing about no chopped cheeses or out in Whole Food um out whatever area that was. Where do you think they learned it from? They learned it from from the hood. Yeah. But it's like if you if you go over somewhere and you like, okay, well 
wow, I, I never seen this, and I don't think anybody over here sees, sees this. I'm about to bring it back over. You're about to, to call it brand new, right? A, you know what? I'm going to call it brand new. But Christopher th- Columbus. Yeah, yeah, it is a Christopher Columbus sy- syndrome. It's but, like, oh, I found this world. Hey, Yeah, this is great. Let's, but at let's the end of the day, if you, let's say if, if, you had, if you had the information to build Google, right, if oh. you knew that ahead of time, let's say you went back to the past, yeah. would you say, hey, I'm from the future, and I knew this dude that uh, made this thing called Google. We should make it right now. Or are you going to say, hey, um, I came up with this idea of Google. Uh, let's do it. Because you already know the amount of money that you can make out of that. True. So it's like, I mean, I'm not saying that they're right for doing it. But me personally, I probably would have did the same thing. And it's probably uh, somebody that came from the hood. They was shopping at Whole Foods for whatever reason they were. And they was like, hey, they got chopped cheeses. How much? Eight. Hey man, that chopped cheese ain't no eight dollars. Everyone's like, "Oh shit, somebody found us out. Let's 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 scrap it. Let's scrap it." So, so it's like I I, I, get, I get what you're saying. You, you feel me? I, I think the biggest problem though is literally just not giving the credit. That's it. But even though I I, I hear that what you're true. saying, I hear what you're saying about yeah, I would have did it too because it, it makes a dollar. But give the credit and make your dollar then. Mm-hmm. That is true. I, I agree with that. You know, like, yo, listen. If if these people came up with it, just be like, yo, these people came up with it. I I I enhanced it. You mm-hmm. know, you feel me? I made it better. You know, ain't nothing wrong with that. But there are a lot of people who feel like there's a problem with that. Yep. And, I, and we can take it out of the context of um, just business in, in general. Although music is a business. When rappers take uh, another rapper's line or something like that, if he gives that man credit, he's probably going to be okay. True. But if he just steals that line, everyone's coming after him. Yeah, it's a problem. If they find out. Well, we're going to find out. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I understand what you were saying when it, when it says give credit where credit is due. But let's say I'm trying to double the prices because I know that in my area the people could afford this. Yeah. Right? Well, am I going to say, hey, Kev makes a... Uh, Chopped cheeses too, and they be like, "Oh well, his chopped cheese are four fifty, yeah. and yours is eight. Why should I buy from you?" So now I got to drop my prices back down to what it used to be. I mean, if your prices is high, you, your demand is not going to be as high. Uh, it's not going to be as popping. If you if you have the customers and your prices is low, your demand is going to be high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to make a lot more money. But what if I? The thing about it is, I just feel like it was they raised the prices because I'm pretty sure that Whole Food wasn't in the hood. I don't, I, I never, I don't think I've seen a Whole Food in the hood. I don't. Definitely not. Yeah, I've so never I'm, seen a I'm pretty sure that. that, and usually the people around there, they make a good. Probably the person who was making it around there, the they make a good amount of money. So it was just like, all right, well, let's bump it up to eight. But like I'm saying, it's like I'm not going to point out other floors where people could get it cheaper so they could take their money and go somewhere else. When I know you can afford mine, so I'm just yeah. going to get your money out. An- another thing is that, that made me actually that made me actually think about some of these companies actually move into the hood mm-hmm. and not and turn it into like a new suburbs. Yeah. Like Whole Foods, for one, it's down. It's downtown Brooklyn, Yo, where they, it was the hood. They built a fairway by my crib. I know <laughs> a fairway. Yo, it's more expensive than Whole Foods. Like fairway is expensive as hell. They put it everywhere now. And even even though we don't, even though Brooklyn actually kind of embraced it, the Barclays Center. True. The Barclays Center actually provided a lot of gentrification in Brooklyn. See, but then people that, was fighting. But then that goes to that goes back to with all these new businesses coming in does. Does it actually, does making it the borough better? Is it really a good thing? It like brought, it brought jobs to some people. I like good a lot of people. 
I like good things in the hood. I mean, that city bike I rode it a few times. But I like. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to just get my own, man. See, but isn't it expensive? I don't know. I've never rode one, to be honest. Yeah, it's pretty. It's not for the culture. It's pretty. I only did it one time. I never did it again. Never. You had the do rag flap. Yeah. For the culture, like just just for the culture, because I figured, you know, I mean, if I'm gonna be. If I'm gonna be on this bike, I have to symbolize something. So I just kept my do rag and had to flap, flap. And it was, it was magical. It was, it was, it was I could see spade. <laughs> it was beautiful. Making my way downtown. Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I loved it. Yo, with a bottle of Henny, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's only right. Yeah. <laughs> Pull up to the hood on a city bike, yo. That's crazy. <laughs> I could only imagine that. But I mean, some people like. I understand people like people want to clean the hood up. People want to clean these places up, but then doing it at the expense of other people, I feel like that's when it becomes a problem. You know, when yeah. when things become so expensive, like people can't afford to live here no more. So it's like now what? That's when I feel like gentrification and like has a problem. There's a problem going on. Yeah. See, and we always get the excuses saying that oh the neighborhoods was bad and this that and the third. But the neighborhoods never really had, like, after-school classes and things like that. Did they actually say, hold, hold up, let me see? We, we're we trying, but there's so much we could do because we don't get as much funding as you. We don't have the same books as you. Mm-hmm. That is true. Like, it's, it's horrible. And, like, just to jump into our next topic, actually, is our president, <laughs> oh, man. Mr. Trump. I hate this guy. I don't even want to hear his name. So, Trump is talking about cutting curricular school activities. Like, what? Listen, what what are these kids going to do? I don't know, man. If it was me, I would probably be standing in the corner doing something. I'm not even going to lie. Listen. There's nothing much they could do. Like, yeah. all they have is what 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 after school activity like basketball, basketball, or um, arts and yeah. music and after school classes. Come on, what, are, they, like, what are these kids gonna do now? And like, to be honest, we follow we follow our friends. So if my friend is on the corner and there's nothing else to do, I'm on the corner with him. I feel like. You have to. We have to have something to keep these kids distracted, like with the, especially with the way things are now. Like it could be, it could be crazy out here. So, to keep, if keeping these kids distracted is gonna keep them, you know, out of trouble. Yeah. For what? Why are we getting rid of it? Like, what's what is the real purpose of it? You know. But I mean, it's Trump. What do we expect anything less out of him? Yeah. This is the same man that's just grabbing by the pussy. I, like this, yeah. this is our president. You that's me? our president. Like, what do we really expect out of Trump? It it just makes me look at look at the communities that we still have that's not gentrified. Those are about to go away too. Like, what do you mean? This president, because he's cutting so much things, mm-hmm. it's affecting us more than ever. This is true. So, eventually, we're gonna be like, shit, this costs too much. My child's not getting a good education. Mm-hmm. I have to leave, mm-hmm. and it's horrible. Isn't he from New York? I yes, think so. Is. Yeah, he is, he is he from is. New York, he yeah. and he lives here too. I guarantee you, that man don't know shit about New York. I mean, even though he is from New York, I mean, he I, don't know about the gutter. These presidents don't know anything about any president that has ever been a president. Don't, don't know anything about the, the real New York, like what we go through. This not even, same, not even New York, but like the, the lower class. Like, this is the same man. They said he was. Um, it, it, we have to work for hours. 
right? Come on, bro. But this, but this is the same man that was actually given a loan to work for his a, a small, small, a small, small loan, loan, loan of a million dollars. Of a million dollars. Don't forget, don't forget, man. About my mama ain't give me two dollars. <laughs> right? Like, what the fuck wrong with you, bro? You telling that shit to people who be busting their ass sixty hours a week type shit just to you know just to provide rent. And food for their kids' table. Like, who who are you really talking to, bro? Give me a small loan of a million dollars. I, watch what I, I guarantee do. you I'll shine. Watch what I do. I have a whole heap of giraffes, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm buying me a giraffe. I swear to God I am. <laughs> That's my goal when I get rich, y'all. I'm buying me a giraffe, y'all. But, I mean, it, it's crazy, though. Like, But, like I said, I don't expect anything less from Trump. Definitely not. But it's not also Trump. It's um, the... Uh, I can never pronounce his name. The That's governor. The Blasio. The Blasio. The Blasio. Because he also was talking about cutting um, um, Brownsville to mm. redoing Brownsville over. But he wanted to redo Brownsville and um, renovate the apartments and everything. But while he's doing that, he's going to raise the prices. Mm-hmm. Which means half of the people that lives in those apartments won't, won't be, be able, able to, to afford, afford them. Wow. That's ridiculous. So basically, they will have to move out and find somewhere else to live. Yep. Yo, and it's funny that you brought up Brownsville, too, because for some reason, I don't know why, but I was looking at apartments in Brooklyn, and there is an apartment on, I believe it was Zillow, for like $2,000 a month across the street from the projects. I'm, yo, I threw my computer when I saw that. Mm. I, I really, I didn't really throw it, but I wanted to. Like two thousand dollars across the street from Brownsville projects. This is one of the worst parts of Brooklyn. Are you really about to sit here and tell me that I'm gonna pay two thousand dollars for an apartment across the street from the projects? Like really? Like, but welcome to New Brooklyn. <laughs> New Brooklyn. What do you like? This is this is what Brooklyn is becoming. But you know what I actually have a problem with? What? And you mentioned it earlier. The fact that when people start moving in and, you know, things start cleaning up, that's when they the city want to start giving funding mm-hmm. to these areas and to right. these schools and shit. So it's like when we were here the whole time, we didn't get shit. We, we wasn't worth it. But now we have, you know, these people moving in hey. from other parts of the country. You know, that now that's we, now we get nice shit. That's what they want to offer. Right. Now we get nice shit. Like when all the black people start moving out. Now we get nice shit. You feel me? I feel like we've always been at the bottom of the barrel. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, And always. we always been like, they always be like, here. Like, here, now just, like, just shut up. I, just take I, it and shut up. I remember like, in elementary school, we had one computer in the class. How oh, the no. fuck I'm supposed to learn how to use a computer <laughs> with one computer in the class? Bro, did you know what my textbooks look like when I was in school? What school do y'all go to? <laughs> yeah, I don't know about y'all. I, I have yeah, class, I, went so. a, I went to a pretty dis- decent school. Yo, so. most of my textbooks didn't even have fucking front covers. And yo. I, I have a I have a joke that I always joke on on Pop about. I always tell him that he's gentrified now, and I just want to bring up that black people actually can be gentrified too. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah this is true. It depends on the salary, though. It's not about. It's not about not knowing the hood. Some black people see their salary and forget where the fuck they come from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They forget the hood, this and they true. legit wants to. They they want to change, but they don't support the hood. This is uh, hold this on. Is Spay got good. something to say. I think I Spay got a face, so I want to know what he got to say about. <laughs> no, I, I don't have nothing to I say. I think you oppose. <laughs> no, nah, it's 
I just I just thought about it. It was just um, <laughs> I was thinking about that Dave Chappelle skit. Yeah, <laughs> when he was like, "I bought this baby straight cash." <laughs> that was like the first thing I thought about. That's what I, was to, I was trying to hold that back. But yeah, it's true, man. Like I think uh, I think Fifty said it best when he was saying that uh, if you if you didn't make it, people say money don't change me, but if you didn't make you, that just means you didn't make enough money. Mm. So it's just mm. like that's. I mean, I, I remember sleeping on my auntie's couch. <laughs> like I remember when times with the plastic on with it. the plastic on it. Some times it's hard. Sweat. <laughs> nah, but mm-hmm. as time I, I work for a, a Fortune five com- five hundred company now. Like the shit, I, I make a little money. I make a little something, something, right? Mm-hmm. But I know the struggle still. I mean, I own a car now, but I'm still in the hood. I'm not even gonna lie, because what my directors is making compared to what I'm making. It ain't shit. And as new, I thought as soon as I got my job, yo, I'm balling. Nah, Nah. prices went up. (laughs) Said, where you going, Playboy? Like it was like, oh shit, (laughs) you trying to rise to the top? Bring that ass. It's even harder for him because now he's a vegetarian. Kev is definitely gentrified. (laughs) Kev is one of them gentrified. He made made money. He stopped eating chicken. Thought more about his house. Find Kev at your nearest fairway. No, artisanal cheese. I, I'm not even gonna lie. There, there's parts where I, I actually indulge in, and as they said, like indulge, indulge, indulge. Listen, ain't nothing wrong with using big words. Come on, it's not even right? a big word. We're using nice my words. Edu- over here. My education wasn't up there when it came to the the funding, but I actually picked up a fucking book. Thanks. <laughs> now, nah, but uh, there's things I actually indulge in because I started reading and shit like that. Shit came uh, i started knowing as you said early on mm-hmm. like when you started making more, you start making more money things change in, in your mind but like you still gotta remember where the fuck you come from yeah. like i still know the hood like i cannot compare myself to a bunch of rich folks that are rich folks that has never struggled like you Definitely. grew up with a business mm-hmm. and you know what that's that's honestly what i love about my people it's like no matter no matter the cards we're, we're dealt we always find a way to make shit work. Yeah. Always. And that's what I love about my fucking people. Like, we could have the shittiest job. You know, we could have, what, five baby mothers, <laughs> some of us. <laughs> and still support and, and Right? And, and still find a way to grind. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like, no matter the cards we're dealt, we always find a way to embrace where we come from and always try to make a way for ourselves. So, shout outs to, shout outs to our culture. Shout outs to the people. You know? But definitely, I definitely agree with, you know, when you start making a certain amount of salary, it's like, how do you hold on to that culture? Like, what, what, is, what can you let go and what, what should you hold on to? You see, when I first started, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start giving back to the community. Okay. But then my pockets start hurting. Mm. I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm not going to lie, chain and day. J. Cole said it himself. Mm-hmm. I started balling because <laughs> I was like, I got money now, you know? You, you always want to buy something So nice. I went and bought me a car. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Now I got an apartment. Mm. These shits, shits I never really had before. But, I mean, I, I feel like at that point you just, but, trying to, you're just trying to better yourself, I feel like, at that and point. And this is true. But I, I first thought, like, I could, like, put money towards every little thing. Now, now, you know, like, when I was younger, I was like, yo, 
let's do this let's do some type of walk we did the AIDS walk we did all mm-hmm. types of shit mm-hmm. and I would actually sit there and try to think about things that I could help the community with mm-hmm. so as soon as I get money I'm like you know what I'm gonna start my own little funding mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna think about uh, helping kids teach them about nutrition and shit mm-hmm. then I'm like oh man I'm broke fuck right <laughs> fuck how I'm gonna do this I still wanna do it I still wanna do it and to be honest, in, in in the near future, I'm gonna actually probably just go to a bank, get that loan, and see what I could do just to help the community. I'll show you on that one. You gotta respect that. So where, like, when you when you do, when you start making money, where do you draw that line? Where's that line drawn between you trying to better yourself and you just strictly losing your culture? Hmm. Like, what what do you feel like? Like, some things you know, see, you're just trying to better yourself. Better yourself is li- literally like. Getting your parents up out the hood. Okay. Better yourself is literally, I I don't want to stress taking the bus no more. Okay. So I'm right. actually just going to drive. Okay. But losing your culture, mm-hmm. that's when you put down your actual culture. You saying, oh, like, I never liked these people in the first place. Well, right. I'm so and you used to smile though. with these same fucking people. Yeah. Like, I'm embarrassed. Oh, my gosh. I hate the way she talks. Like what the fuck? Or why she gotta be like you know like so? Uh, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah, like I feel you. it's like you was once the same way. Definitely. Like you you don't don't forget where you came from. Like you grew up the same way. Like don't act like your shit don't stink the same way my <laughs> shit right? stinks. Like what? like we wasn't all playing at the Johnny Pump together. Or <laughs> as black people, we have our on and off switch. Like we know how to be. Very professional, mm-hmm. and this comes from slavery days. Mm-hmm. Yes, master. Oops. Yo, I'm, I'm not sorry gonna to lie. Say I kind of, I kind of hate that shit. It, it sucks. Yeah, I kind of hate that because we go like me and Pop. We work in the same company, right? Mm-hmm. And we in the hood. We talk. We talk hood. Yeah. As soon as we get to work, it's like, how you doing, sir? Yeah, I did. That shit bothers me. That shit annoys. And from time to time, me and Pop, the hood comes out with like, yeah, <laughs> was good in the and, office. And it just shows how much shit we have to go through. Like, we can't be ourselves. And that's a problem, though. Like, like especially in our own neighborhoods now. Yep. And lately, you know me now. Lately, I'm like, yo, you know what? Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. I'm here like, I'm not with this. Yo, perfect example of how we can't be ourselves. <laughs> Let me tell you. The perfect example of how we can't be ourselves. This nigga Spade got pulled over today. <laughs> <laughs> We're driving in a nice car, but but he had a do rag on. Rag on. <laughs> Yo, we, <laughs> the first thing we said was, "Why you want that do rag, bro?" <laughs> <laughs> he had the flaps. You can't. You can't. Let, you gotta have the flap out when you have to do right. Making my way downtown. <laughs> I mean, but I wasn't. Listen, man, I, was, I was playing Trey songs, man. I wasn't a throw. You see, I, was, I, was, I don't know. He, he saw the flap. It was like, oh, Look, you got to pull him over. Something was suspicious. We can't even. We can't even be ourselves on the highway, man. That's it's a problem right here. You Nigger me? alert. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Damn, Spade. That's really I've been watching a lot of Dave Chappelle, man. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Dave Chappelle. That special oh, was yeah, hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was definitely <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. So, his, so here's, a, like, another question. It's like, is gentrification a good thing? You know, like, cleaning up these hoods, we, we're going to touch back on this. Is cleaning up these hoods, people moving out, prices going up, you know, is it overall a good thing? Well, like, long term. 
You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna defer to Spade with this one. What you think? It's a, I feel like it's it's a it's a it's a win it's a, it's a win and a loss when it comes to that because at the end of the day, it's like yeah, they are putting funding into the to the community and stuff and bringing in good, better things, but then it's just like at the prices that they're bringing in, everybody can't afford it. So that's what causes like it. You it 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 goes on both sides. That's mm-hmm. when it comes to gentrification. So it's like I mean, me personally, I. They had a Starbucks close to me. I, I like Starbucks, man. So I was just like, "Hey, I'm gonna go, go get some Starbucks." You know, a few years ago it wasn't like that, but I don't know. It's just like I said, it's just mostly a business move, and it's, ter- it, it's terrible. I mean, it's bad. It's bad because at the end, it's like at what cost do you want to make money make your make your neighborhood better? True. You know, like yeah, we could bring in all these good things and make it all nice for everybody, but then since you can't afford it, you got to go. So it's like, yeah. And one thing that I I think we don't have anymore is community organization where the community can sit down and say, yo, I can't afford this. Like, why are we not sitting there standing up? Like, we if we all come up to it as a group and say, yo, the price of these apartments is costing, we can't do this, and we're not going to stand for it. You know what it is? I'm not going to blame the entire community. I'm going to blame, you know, people who own shit and people who are head of these communities because... For example, my, my like I said earlier, my mother lives in Bushwick. She's paying like nine something for a two bedroom, mm-hmm. but her landlord has been trying to kick out for the longest yeah. because he knows that there's an opportunity. So it's like that's who really that's who really we should blame these people who are trying to sell their people out. And he's a black landlord and on they, top of that. They're stupid but, because they might lose their their shit and later on anyways because the people that's moving in don't it's not for the culture. They they don't agree with what you your beliefs. But it's also about money. And goes back to money. Because my mom money. is a landlord. It's all money. And my, my stepdad is a landlord. They, my stepdad moved um, some white guy into his hood, I mean, in his house mm-hmm. in um, Sterling. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're willing to pay whatever. You know what I mean? See, and, like, it's all about money and trying to get, like, you know what I mean? Yo, you know what that reminds me of? What? Back when um, the Europeans came over to Africa and our own people, you know, sold us out. For some money, that's mm-hmm. that's exactly what it sounds like to me. You know, but it's also it's it's a, it's a way of living. Like you got to think about the price of living nowadays. It is it's what you can get. So like, basically, it's just a bunch of selfishness going around. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's basically what it is. Like when it comes to money, like it doesn't matter what race you are. Everybody's gonna be a little selfish when it comes to themselves. Like everybody wants to be pro black, but I'm pretty sure for a right price, you might not. You might not. You you probably won't. That's a problem, though. Yeah, it's I, not everybody, but it's, it, that's just how it is. That's just how life is. You got to think about yourself sometimes. You got to, you know, if I, if but I can make But how selfish can you be, though? Like, if you be too selfish, then you got your back turned against you. You by yourself. My thing is, don't be selfish at the cost of other people. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That's, a, like, that's, a, that's, a, that's, that's where, where it goes. You know, like, I, I completely understand trying to do for yourself as long as it's not hurting other people. You get what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, that's when shit really becomes a problem. Like... The the memories you have in the communities, like you can't you can't sit there like oh I remember back when we used to play basketball on what used to been a whole, what used to been a park now it's a Whole Foods like yeah. the fuck stand up for your shit like stop sitting there because these are the same people that sit there and be like you know what the hood needs to be better mm-hmm. but they don't say what and how they it can, can be, be better, better. or how, what uh, how can they support it as well. Mm. That's a good point. Well, how can they better it? Yeah, like, 
That's fight it. for it. Don't sit there and just let it be taken over. I'm tired of seeing this shit. I'm tired of people being like, you know what? I'm out. I can't afford this. I'm out. They're giving me money. Like, what the fuck? Selfish. Right. That's that's what it sounds but like. But when do y'all, reali- y'all realize that gentrification was happening in your neighborhood? Oh, my when God. I said, I see white people. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo. Canarsie. I live. I, I used to. I used to live in Brookline Projects in Canarsie. Right. Luckily, I I haven't been over there in a minute, but I don't see any new people over there. But where I live now, like towards the back end of Canarsie, yo, they they moving in. Mm-hmm. They slowly started moving in. And you know when I first noticed it, I seen somebody get on a train with a bike. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's like the ultimate hippie thing. Once I seen that, I was like, oh shit, they they coming. It's and there's nothing we could do about it. That hurts because I, you know, I did that before. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what's funny? I noticed it when, you know, at a certain stop, you just notice that oh, all the yeah. people get off the train and then it's only black people on the train. Yo. I noticed after Broadway Junction, I thought some guy was lost. And, hey. and he got off he got off at East 105th. And I'm like. I used to calculate my seats is like this, that. Is he, is he going to, is he going to. To Kanasi? Brooklyn? Like, like, what's going on? I was lost. Like, I was like, I, I, I ain't know. Like, you wanted to tap him like. Yeah, are you, like, you need directions the, or it's something? It's the opposite side, big fella. Yo, like, he really going? got off the train with everybody. I'm like, oh, maybe he, he moved over here. I don't Yo, know. every day I would ride the train. Like, let's say five years ago. I would ride the L train from one stop, from one end to the next end, all the way. When I get on the train, nothing but black people. Right. Mm-hmm. By the time we get to the city, all the black people gone train full of white, white people. people yeah now if i'm taking a train from the city to brooklyn yo i'll be like yo hold on did some of y'all miss y'all stops mm-hmm. like, well, why y'all still on this train exactly like, especially when i'm taking the c or the a train notion avenue oh e. notion oh, is man. crazy now crazy yeah. i'm yo case in a troop like people used to be scared to get off on case in mm-hmm. a troop and notion i see all of them getting off the train i'm like yo this this is crazy and even even like West Indian restaurants. I seen mm-hmm. Asians and white people and Golden Crust. I seen like people. I was like, wow, this is like really ridiculous. I never knew that people enjoyed or didn't even knew about Golden Crust. Like, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was just a, a black and West Indian thing, you know, yeah, like a yeah. quick pickup. I actually want to get into something. Everybody here seen Get Out, all right? I didn't see Get Out. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Late. You ain't old. Oh wow. But. In Get Out, there was one Asian guy. I heard you meant you mentioned an Asian, uh, like Asian people going to the Golden Crust and stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah. So, um, I was reading up on it and it was explaining like why there was an Asian, one Asian guy in Get Out, and it was basically saying how Asian people actually um, attribute to gentrification or attribute to racism and stuff like that. And how do you feel about that in the community? Because Whenever I go like to the Chinese store, I feel like they're against us. His, I wouldn't necessarily say against, but one thing I, I have noticed about a lot of um, Asian communities, like they're really for self. Which yeah. is, yeah. which, very, which very I mean, problem. yeah, like I don't. Okay, I'm not gonna blame them because we really need to be for self too, you know. Which like, is true. We we have a lot of people telling us to put. Uh, our money in, in black-owned banks and shit like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's nothing wrong with that. Like, can you really blame them for, for trying to see, be the, for the be thing for is, self? I would see, I would see them smile at another race, but then frown uh, at us. Like, they would literally cuss us out. Bro, honestly, our, our image is, is really tainted, believe it or not. 
like the the black image is it, tainted. It's like especially from like how it used to be in the nineties, like the whole super predator shit. Yeah, it's real. See the the problem that I, I'm basically saying that I I have is as black people we 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 accept mm-hmm. like people come in our neighborhoods. Like, hey, this come on, true. family. This and I, was, I like, was just telling you that. Was I not just yeah. telling you we, that? That doesn't happen in their communities. We look, what they, the fuck are you doing yeah, why, here? Why are you here? In, yeah, in, in each community. Like, in the Jewish community, in the Asian community. Like, get the what are you doing here? They they look at you. They even complain about any little thing. You, you could be just sitting outside. Mm-hmm. There's a black guy Tying sitting outside you. doing something bad. And then the cops come. You know what it is? It's, it's ignorance, honestly. I feel like. Um, I feel like, like, like I said, our image is tainted. So they feel like we're fucking savages. You know, some of these people feel like we're savages. They, cause, so they don't really understand our culture. They don't understand us as people. So I feel like once they become a little more aware of, you know, who we actually are as people, like not all of us are fucking gangbangers. Not all of us are thugs. You know, some of us have careers. A lot of us have careers. You know, like the percentage of African-Americans that are graduating from college is crazy now. So... I feel like once these people understand our culture, then they will start embracing us as people, you know? Because people feel like when we move into these neighborhoods, we're going to bring down the fucking property value and shit, which is not necessarily the case. Just try to embrace us, people. That's that's really all it is. Like, we don't... A lot of us don't have hate towards other people. So why 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 do we have to get hated on all the time? I mean, I blame... I blame... But I have to blame that on, like, the media itself. Because yeah. when you think about it, it's like everybody... every. Every race has the, some type of stereotype. Like, you know, the, mm-hmm. the white people are mostly, like, uppity and rich and stuff like that. Black mm-hmm. people are usually thugs. Chinese people, some, something with chopsticks. I don't know. For some reason with Chinese <laughs> people, like, something has to do with chopsticks. But uh-huh. it's, it's mostly media. Like, if you know, like, me personally, I know a whole bunch of different races, so I know everybody isn't like that. Like, I know a white dude that's... I eat chopsticks. <laughs> I know a white dude that's blacker than a lot of black people that I know. It's, it's funny. And I know, like, you know, but... Is that's media? That's not see, even just like if yeah, that's what you see. Media. If that's all you see on TV, that's what you're gonna think. Like, oh, I mean, well, all black people are like that. That's that's not cool to, to do that though, because you sit there and you embrace our music, oh, you yeah. embrace our lifestyle mm-hmm. when it comes to TV. But then when you see us, it's like, no, I don't want to be around him. Mm. Like, what the fuck? How you gonna try to be like us or love what we do? But then when you when you're around, you're sitting there like, I don't want to be here. Like, what the fuck? Try to get to know us first. Mm-hmm. Try to get to know why we here, what the community is about. As you said early on, people complaining about cultural things like music that's mm-hmm. being played for like a parade. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Who yeah. the fuck complains about that? I know damn well I'm not gonna sit there and complain about the West Indian parade. On on that day, I know damn well I'm just gonna be turning up with them. I mean, it's, it's ignorance. Like yeah. like I said, they don't they don't understand the culture. Like, have you ever seen us say, "Yo, why the fuck is that cop dancing with the girl in the West Indian parade?" <laughs> no, <laughs> we sit there and embrace that, that shit. I think I was there. Too. We was like, "Yo, that shit lit!" Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, so all I'm saying is like, embrace us because we embrace you. True. That's yeah. That's that's a conversation that we need that we. All need to sit at a round table and talk about, but that's that that's been going on for years, bro. Years and years and years. At the end of the day, it goes into that. I feel like that leads into into racism. You know how they want to portray the picture of us. 
you know, as as, as savages. Um, it, it just goes in so many, so many directions, and it goes deeper into just gentrification. Like, you want to know how far back it goes? I don't, I don't mean to cut you off. I apologize about no, that. It's fine. The Birth of a Nation, the original. Yeah. The Birth of a Nation. I don't know if you ever seen it. It came out a long, long, yeah, time, a long ago. time ago. Yeah. So, basically, it was about this black dude who, I think, raped a white woman and stuff like that. So, basically, like, behind that, that movie really tried to portray us as animals. And that's how it is today. They still trying to portray us as animals. I mean, they they've been portraying us as a- animals since sa- slavery. They called us monkeys. I mean, they still do portray yeah. the animals. Like, like what do we have to do to be accepted? To be, to be honest, we, I don't want to be accepted. To be honest with you, I, like, I'm I really don't care to be accepted. Just um, don't take my shit. Just <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Just if I leave you alone, leave me alone. For real, that's just how I feel about it. You know, but it shouldn't be that way. And, you know, we should all be able to embrace each other. I, don't, I love all all colors of people. I have no problems with anybody. I mean, yeah. If you yeah. don't bother me, I don't bother you. That's how I feel. Like, like you know, you know the, the favorite saying, I got white friends. What? Yay. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, like, I know the lane to be friends with them with. So, at, so I can't sit there and be like, oh, nah, he's white. Not, I'm not going to talk to him. No, I'm going to embrace you. Yeah, I feel you on that one. So... That's we just wanted to touch on, you know, gentrification. Like we felt really strongly about this. There's a lot of people who really feel strongly about this and everything. But um, so we appreciate everybody for tuning in to the very first episode of Respect the Respect the Culture podcast, and we will see you guys next episode. Definitely April first. Yeah, April first. We lit. Let's get it in, y'all. All right.